welcome to another Curb Our Enthusiasm Stopping Commentary. Jeremy and Ray here to keep you company while you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 9, Episode 4, Running with the Bulls. <laughs> I already like that Would title. you run with the bulls? I In my mind, I would. Like, I think it'd be really cool, but if when you get to the starting line, I'm pretty sure I'd be like, I'm out. Like you'd be like uh, freak no, out and say no. I like, would I wouldn't even run with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, no, in fact I don't because really I, run much at all. Like <laughs> again, I say like I I would be a man like oh, I wouldn't run with the Bulls, but because you just want to be able to say I ran with the Bulls, right? Because right? let me tell you something, that's a pretty big deal, right? <laughs> Not a lot of people can say that, but I'm pretty sure I would chicken out and then still tell people I ran with the Bulls. I would take a picture with a bull or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or I'll give the picture to you, and you could Photoshop me. I would want to be able to exit within two seconds. It's like right. I'm running with the bulls, just to, yeah, like you get that picture. One and then two, I'm and totally you're safe gone. before they even let the bulls loose. Right, but, but I think um, in Spain they have like a wall of people, and they yeah, they probably throw you back in. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they would. And I'd be like, oh my god, you guys are animals. <laughs> running with the bulls, it's uh, um. We, we come up with some stupid shit, don't we? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is. Dumb. I'm not a thrill seeker. No, that is dumb. And I, I and I usually I'm cheering for the bulls. I mean, but seriously, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want people to get hurt, but if they could just get them scared a little bit, but you see it and you're kind of like, well, you lit your shirt on fire and you right. know, put it on the bull, right? And then it's, he gorged you. It, so. Yeah, so you're done. Now let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. If you are in Spain, you never would be. This is why it's hypothetical. So <laughs> yeah. anyone anyone listening to this is hypothetical. Super, super model hot chicks. Like, hey, yeah. you, run, you run with the bulls. It's going to be a great night af after that. Would you run with the bulls? <laughs> um, I, I'd seriously have to think about it because I'd probably think, you know what? I'm, I'm going to die before I get to that great night. So no. See, I would consider me like, is it That doesn't mean dying? that I wouldn't. Just run, start running with the bulls <laughs> and not think about it. Because now I'm thinking about it. If you put me in the situation, that is good. I probably, you might not think. This is good. Oh, yeah, I'll do well, it. I'll sure, do it. Let's yeah, go. Sure. Let's, yeah. Someone shoot the gun. Yeah. Let's get out of yeah. here. I, I probably honestly wouldn't even believe her. That's, especially if she said after, like, she's like, this guy's slow. He's going to die. I'll have to get through this. Yeah. Those are the hypotheticals at work we come up with all the time. That we that we say this is so, like an after lunch discussion uh, or just yeah, whenever. Any, anytime random. someone's like, "Hey, would you?" Well, you need to ask them this question. I will. That's and Monday, then, and then update us. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I would. But I that's they what, would say that. Here's say. here's what would happen with me. So you ask me that question. I'll hear I'm thinking all the stuff I'm thinking. I'm like, well, I don't know. I probably won't make it anyway, and blah blah blah. But in reality. I'd be running with the bulls while I'm thinking that. Like, how did, what the hell? So like, you're saying like you would be still all these thoughts and then yeah. it would pan back and you're I'm running. running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> like, how the hell did this happen? I'm running with these bulls. Because <laughs> that's happened a few times in my life where I do the exact opposite of what I tell myself I'm going to do. I think oh we've all been there. I have a thing. I'm, oh, we've all been I, there. And I hate it. It's we nothing makes me more there. angry than why didn't you just listen to yourself? It was like easy. 
That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> but that's right. what I'm picturing is that I'm already running oh, with the wolves. Like, what the hell? Like, what, what am, am I, I doing? doing? Well, I'm probably going to die. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it comes to you halfway through. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Okay. Well, we're we ready to that, start. Got that laugh out. All yeah. right. Wow. Wow. That is just priceless. <laughs> the 18-hour plane riders up. There we go. HBO Entertainment. HBO presents Curb Music playing. Great music. This is a great episode. Way. Got Brian Cranston in it, playing a character, which is awesome. He's and and that's guy. where it opens. Right here, he's there. He's talking to him, and he has a dream, right, about yeah. going into heaven, and there's only 71 virgins, right. And he's fixated on this. Right, because he's counting, he's head counting, because he's thinking there should be 72. Yeah. <laughs> Which. <laughs> and he even says, they all want to have sex with me now. Yeah. But he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's only 71. Yeah. I'm pretty sure anybody other than Larry David <laughs> would, would not fixated. even be counting. Right. After the first four, you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. It's supposed to be 72 here. And. And uh, what's the doctor's name here? I can't remember. Tipton. His name. Tipton. He he says, "Thank you." He says, "Why, why are you fixated on the the numbers here?" You know. And he says, "Do do you expect more or less?" Well, shouldn't he know? I, you think? <laughs> shouldn't he know that there's supposed to be seventy two? I mean, maybe he's not practice. I mean, I don't know. Well, that he doesn't matter. Know. I mean, I don't. I mean, if I was yeah, a doctor, I guess you already know. Yeah, I know. And, That's true. <laughs> Here's one of my favorite parts is when he is the talking. The disparity of these chairs. Yes. You have a better chair. Have you not noticed that? And let me tell you something. <laughs> Brian Cranston's chair, or Mr. Tipton in this. That's a nice Dr. chair. Dr. Tipton is a nice, I mean, yeah, it's Dr. wide. Tipton. It's thick. It looks leather, cool. Leather, has buttons on it. And I mean, Larry's it look like it's like a half chair, like you fall out front. It's something you find in a in a doctor's office that you wait in. You're not sitting there for long. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a... A waiting chair for in a fancy salon or something. Yeah, it just, just, it's very different. Like to me, it's something you're getting up out of. So they're talking about that. They're, he talks about that you don't have a clock on the wall because he's doing these weird, like glancing at his watch, but not making it <laughs> obvious he's glancing at his watch. And Larry calls him out on it, which we've all done that. So they're talking about everything but Larry. And He's supposed to be here about the fatwa business. Right. How to they deal with that. not said anything about it. And he pretty much either. tells them, hey, I mean, honestly, you don't help me at all. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Tipton is writing his, in his notepad. He's like, that notepad's doing nothing. Are you even writing anything? And he, can you see what he's writing though? Because in if you see his, his leg there, can you see anything? I know. I don't think there's anything written in that notepad. There probably isn't. <laughs> He says, I can show you if you'd like. But he doesn't show it. <laughs> no. There's a little writing right there. See, there's something. But it looks like scribbly lines. Yeah. It just looks like scribbly lines. Which I think the camera didn't mean to get that. Like, if you're thinking, you know. <laughs> See? There's Here about there the clock. Now it's the clock. It's the clock on the wall. Which Larry comes up with a good idea. He said, if there's a clock behind your patient, you yeah. don't ever have you to. Glance up there. No one knows. Which is, that's a really good idea, actually. Because the patient doesn't know. The patient's back turned, like. You so now they're on to just some, um, just chatting. 
Yeah, about their the, lives. The, 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 yeah, everything, it's over, and he finds out that it's truffle season. The doctors and his wife's going to go... They're truffle people. They like to yeah. taste truffles. Yeah, mm. and I've never had a truffle. I've had chocolate truffles, which is not a truffle. Uh, no, but and, we, um, we did look it up. Truffles are a, a mushroom. Yeah, they're like a, like fun, a fungus. Guy. And, yeah, it's a fungus. And, and yeah, and... I guess it's do a delicacy. You, do you usually have wine with truffles? I would imagine I think so. so. I'd try one with some wine. Yeah. I so now they're one. at Richard Lewis's art gala. <laughs> art gallery. And these paintings are are something that like I could do, and I am not an artist <laughs> at all. Which I love that they're doing it like that. I mean, some of them aren't too bad. Larry's but... Larry's the smile on Larry's face is the best. <laughs> It he goes, good. "Oh my, oh god, unbelievable!" Jeff's not impressed either. Nope. How hard would this be if you have a friend and they do something creative oh, and man. it's bad? It's very. I mean, I think they're doing good etiquette though, because yeah. they're not obviously saying it. But that'd be tough. I, I've been to art, an art gallery of a friend, and but I like their stuff. Like I thought it was well, pretty you, good. You, you were safe then. Yeah, but what you know, I don't know what I would have did if it, if I didn't like it. You you would just go. Eh. <laughs> so Jeff is really excited to talk about his latest scheme. And that latest scheme <laughs> is if you make an appointment with a super hot realtor, it's like a date. They're there to please you. They're there. Their attention's only on you and it doesn't cost you a dime. Yeah. Which is a great scheme, by the way. Not that I, w- I would do it. Yeah. I'm just saying. And he's really proud of this. And uh, so now... Richard Lewis, and they're confronting him about his strange outfit. <laughs> Which it is strange. It looks like a band leader. He said he's had it for something. decades. <laughs> little drummer boy. It's a funeral. He wear that the little drummer boy's funeral. Is that what? Because it's said? black with all those buttons down the middle. It looks like a, like a band thing. But yeah. So they're congratulating him. They congratulated him. And Richard Lewis is awesome because he's like, "Do you understand any of it?" <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> he just sold a painting. He's going to show him a painting he sold. And this is great. And you see it and you're like, who is that? I mean, that's like how a, I was. It's like a movie star of some yeah, sort. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and he says, who they say, he says it's a self portrait. And they go, well, who is it? And he's, what is, what do you think a self portrait mean? It's me. And he's, Richard Lewis, like, so surprised. Like, this is me. Like, you don't see it's me. And it's they so say great. it's you when you're younger, but. I, I don't even think it's him when they're when he's, when he's younger. But they they have a funny joke here. I want Richard Lewis to paint a portrait of me. That's what Jeff says. Yes, and, and Richard Lewis is shaking his head. And Larry says, "Yeah, he can add hair to me. <laughs> add hair to mine." Well, here oh, we we got man. Ted and Cheryl. I was about to say Ted and Mary, <laughs> Ted, Ted and Cheryl. Well, Funkhauser's nephew passed away, which is terrible. Because he got mixed up with a prostitute or something. And it was running with the bulls, right? Yes, he, he was. Ran over with the, the bulls. bulls. And that is insane. He got trampled. And <laughs> How does a young boy get involved with a prostitute? what Cheryl asked. And Larry's all like... He's shrugging his shoulders like... He's, <laughs> he, he's just trying to connect the dots here. <laughs> one and one. So Larry affected this kid's life to the point where it cost him his life. Yes. <laughs> that he got infatuated with a prostitute. But then they're all questioning, like, how do you know all this? Like, how is, how are you doing this? And he's saying, I'm putting two and two together. It's simple. And they're not buying it at no. all. <laughs> I buy it, though. That's a simple. You get infatuated with some chick. Whether she's a prostitute or not, you start well, to do stupid stuff. their so argument is, why Why do you need to impress a prostitute? And, they're, and, and Larry really doesn't have a good... <laughs> Come back for that. No. Because he's like, I mean, and, he, and, he, and what he says is, well, when I was with you, Cheryl, 
and we went um, horseback riding. I was trying to impress you. And Jeff finally says, yeah, but you weren't paying her for sex. You weren't paying her for it. He's, you know, he said I was trying to get sex. That's true. Yeah, he galloped and almost fell off. <laughs> I like Ted and Mary. Or, yeah, Ted and Mary. Ted and Cheryl's reaction. He's like, to it. he's not a prostitute. Oh, oh it's Von Kelzer. And, he, and his face looks exactly the same. <laughs> Whether life is going great or his nephew yes. got trampled by bulls. I mean, he's looking real deadpan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why they casted him. He could, if they came out with um, a new Munsters and they needed a Herman Munster, he he'd be, be perfect. a perfect Herman Munster. Perfect. <laughs> oh, this is where we're talking about Funkhauser's daughter that is transitioning to a man. And Larry is very curious because he's like, she's she getting the penis soon. And then she's in, talking about it. Right. And then Larry's he's like, talking about it. He's you, talking about it. Do you it. get the balls too? And they just don't even no, answer him. I'm, and he's really, really asking. Like he's interested. I was a little curious too. Cause do you get like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, know the package I deals. I mean, I don't know. Is it a it, discount? Is, is there a catalog? You just go right. through it. Right. Do you pick what you want? I don't know. But, uh, I'll have a black penis. Right. And small balls. I don't want huge balls because I don't want to sit on them. Um, it's terrible. Well, what, so Funkhauser had to leave you an early dinner at 3.30. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Was it just to get him out of there? I think so. Has to be. And Larry's a 3.30 dinner. And this is where Larry and Cheryl are talking about how they share the same therapist. But Larry just let some information out that the, the Dr. Tipton likes truffles. And she's wondering about that. Because she seems like she's a little like taken back. Yeah. Like, no, you shouldn't be on that level with the therapist. That's how I took it. Yeah, he doesn't. It's a little bit jealousy thing yeah. in a way. And I don't think sharing a therapist with anyone you know is a good idea. No. Templeton. Dr. Templeton, not Tipton. Templeton. 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 I was close. <laughs> I should have known that. Oh, He'd man. be very upset with us. Larry's going to the bathroom. <laughs> He's got to use his foot to open the lid. Do you not kick them open when you're no, in I'm a gonna, public place? I'm going to wash my hands, you know. I lift them open with my foot. If I lid. prefer a urinal, but there's no well, urinal right. in this situation. And Larry's having trouble getting his dong out, and he doesn't know. He doesn't understand what's happening. <laughs> so I don't know if he peed or not. <laughs> so now he's asking Leon about it. He said he can't get my penis out of my pants. Have you ever heard of a short fly? You know? Like, and now Leon's going to tell him the solution. <laughs> you take your index finger, take it down, put it in your zipper, and press down on the shaft, which allows the head to pop up all by itself. Yeah, but then you're going to be peeing, like, straight up. <laughs> I mean, it's like tiddlywinks, he said. I've not played tiddlywinks. Have you? I don't know. No. <laughs> now Leon is telling him those pants were probably designed in a country with where the men have small penises. Why, why, why would you make those pants? Larry is having a hard time not cracking up. Right. At Leon's explanation. What do you think at Leon's, Leon's serious outfit here? He's very colorful. Yeah. He Leon dresses for comfort. He does. I don't think he cares what colors he put on. He's got blue, yellow, purple. <laughs> Larry is just not amused. Because he's like... <laughs> I like this. He's 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 doing an impression of of his penis because he says his penis when he sits down and goes on Le- Leon, yeah, and Leon and Larry's like no. So way. Jeff, the front door is unlocked. Leaving the front door unlocked. I like uh, Leon's. 
eating some Fruit Loops, and they don't want them in this conversation. They don't want them hearing this. Well, you know why? I mean, oh yeah, you gotta keep this stuff on the down low. And then they're talking about how Richard Lewis always gets the good seat. He comes like ten minutes early. He always gets to sh- gets to show up first. So they're trying to trick him. Like, hey, just tell him a half. Yeah, hour you go before. to a restaurant, and usually there's a good seat and a bad seat, a good side and a bad side. Yes, I, I like to, to be say, able to see. I like to see the who's restaurant. coming in. Yeah, because you know I, I prefer my back to a wall, and Me so too. does Larry. Especially if you had a fatwa on you. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little bit. That's that's a big deal. So Larry's getting the update to Jeff's scheme here. And he's really, he says, you know, open houses. He says they have cookies. He says, I took, I take cookies upstairs. Right. And that open house brought the cookies up. We had sex. Was great. Had some cookies, took a nap. And he's like, they have staging for furniture. That's where you do it. at." Larry is so impressed. Well, it's a good scheme. Everything's there. And you get cookies at the end. And Leon's back. Were you listening? Fuck yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> you said leave. You didn't say I couldn't come back. Leon uh, is great. Leon left the milk out. And it's vitamin D yeah. milk, I think. And I guess Larry doesn't care because he don't drink that kind of milk. Which. But I, I'm surprised Larry's not getting on him about eating Fruity Loops and yeah. vitamin D milk. He got on him about the Slim Jim. Yeah, that's probably the most unhealthy you can be. So he so he had a dream about a guy on a balcony wearing a big coat, big trench coat. Yeah, and that the fight was happening. Then the doctor interrupts him. Doctor Tomlinson says, "We have a little bit of an issue." <laughs> He's like, "Cheryl was in here the other day, and she brought me a gift." And he turns around, and you see a some truffle scented oil. So he well, so basically, he wants to know how did Cheryl know, right? And uh, Larry broke the <laughs> patient it, doctor. Yeah, you got to flip it around. This patient doctor confidentiality agreement. <laughs> and Larry's confused because just like we all are. <laughs> like, he says there's no such thing. It's doctor patient. Yeah. Like Larry's correcting him. Like, I think you're referring to doctor patient, which is a whole different ball game. Like, he is... <laughs> And Dr. Templeton is just. So not... I like this. He wants Larry's arms for a second. Larry says, no, thank you. <laughs> and says, well, I'll do it with my own arms then. And he carries a circle of trust. And he said, nothing should leave circle the circle. Circle of trust. Ironclad. And Larry's actually apologizing for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Which he thinks it's hilarious because he's smirking the whole time. Yeah. But he says it'll never happen again. So. That's what's funny is. <laughs> it's a breakthrough. <laughs> They've made a breakthrough. And Larry's like, nope. <laughs> Larry's like, no, nope. but then he's just saying, yep, pretty sure it's he's breakthrough. Got, he's got I'm, a, gonna... he, I'm writing down breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> and Larry's like, that pad does nothing. Don't even write it in that pad. I. Oh, he's talking about his pants now. How he couldn't it would make his... me nervous if, if you're seeing a therapist, a counselor, and they're writing notes. I don't want notes written right. about me. That means they're going to think about it later. What would people do if you carried a pad of paper around with you and you're talking to them mm-hmm, and just start freak out and want to know what you're doing? <laughs> so now they're talking about the penis issue. Right. The pants. Which he has the same idea as, as Leon. Yeah, that's funny. The tiddlywinks deal. <laughs> and then he's telling them about that there's a sale at Barney's, a warehouse sale at Barney's. <laughs> that's important. You're right. 
He got so, an inside scoop. Larry is happy about it. And then now... Yeah, he told him, look behind you there. Got a clock. Put it on the shelf there. And he is smiling ear to ear. Larry oh, he is so, so happy. happy someone took his advice. Yes. And it's really... He was the same way with the um, prostitute. Yep. When she, she cleaned updated up her, her yeah, outfit. Wore a snazzy Changed her dress. style. Yeah, he was really happy. Now, Larry is also trying to convince him to go chair shopping. So, what is he, so now he's at the restaurant 20 minutes early, right? Yep. He's going to beat Richard Lewis here. Which he should at this point because... 20 minutes is good to be early. Yeah, that's pretty early. And Richard Lewis is already there. (laughs) (laughs) And you notice right away that the self-portrait's hanging right behind him. Yes, it's so awesome. Which means Larry will be staring at it, staring at it. Richard Lewis got there 10 minutes, about 10 minutes ago, which puts him there 30 minutes early. Richard Lewis is absolutely amazing in this episode. (laughs) Like his facial expressions, everything. He's so, so this surprised. lunch, they're they're already arguing. Yes. about who sits where. You got here thirty minutes. <laughs> his facial expressions it's are great. Because <laughs> I think Richard Lewis is actually he believes himself. He's like, why are you so concerned about having my back to the wall? Yeah, that's not true. Like, I yeah, I got it. a fatwa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but and I he, like his excuse. He says, "Let's change," because the fatwa. And he says, "No, I've already touched everything. You get some kind of." Disease. He touches the centerpiece. Yeah, like, like why would that so matter? Then they're then they're arguing like you better set your alarm to seven o'clock in the morning for our next lunch, and then he and says then I'll Richard set it Lewis. for six thirty. <laughs> then what's funny is these are the kind of guys that would do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like they're it's like Richard Lewis is his then nemesis. He, then he notices Larry notices he's gonna look up and see that he's got to stare at that yes. self portrait. Now we're back at the house. That's. So Jeff's closing the deal. Right. He's in a... He's And this is the funniest. <laughs> it's a crack through the door, and they're in bed, and all you see is their feet. Jeff's wearing socks. And it is just... And it's a climax time. You see, the, you see the O feet. It's so funny. Yeah, the O feet. And then Jeff's like, he's saying, I've had sex in every house in Brentwood, even a house that was an escrow. escrow. <laughs> Larry's impressed. He's like, yeah. wow. This Have is you ever awesome. had a friend that's doing something similar and an update, and and you can't wait to get those updates. What's going on now? We've all so had what's, a friend what's like going that. on next? We've all had a friend it's like that. Like it's a um, almost like a soap opera, right? Or and then this is where Larry compliments Jeff's suit, but it was four years old. And then Larry mentions Barney's having a warehouse sale. Well, because he's saying that he needs to right take it up a notch, he right? Take it up a notch. But Jeff he, thinks it's weird because Larry. Why would Larry know the about a Barney, Barney sale? sale? Uh oh. Yep. Susie has entered. She got off the phone with her friend Jane Kleinberg, and she mm-hmm. wants to know why he was in the uh, in a car with another woman. And Jeff is absolutely amazing here because if you see his face, he is calm as the. Wife. And Larry's very concerned here. Yes. I like Larry's shaking his head. Yeah, <laughs> he's this is good. Yeah, he he's surprising her, uh, Susie, because uh, I was going to buy you a house. And then Susie's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sorry." And I like Larry's a good wingman here, huh? How about this guy? Jeff, he's great. Larry is awesome here. He is, this is bro code at the finest. And Larry's a beautiful beautiful man. man, Which he is. Jeff says, that's right. Jeff is a beautiful man. And he is happy he got out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. The ascot. Yeah, that kid. Oh, I bet he's cracking up after they took that picture. Hmm. Now he's talking to the so Larry. Usher. Larry's got an exit plan here. Mm-hmm. He needs to be at the back seat, closest to the door of this funeral. Um, it's the uh, 
Visitation, so, memorial. Yeah, there's a, they call, I don't know in the Jewish days, a funeral. Yeah, or wake. Or, yeah. And and so he's um he's going to give this guy, uh, you know, give him a little money. A little bribe. And then he says, uh, it's only five bucks. <laughs> Which is amazing. And then Larry's like, okay. His mouth is closed when he says, okay, if you notice. He gritted teeth. Like, yeah, he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> so he, he ups it to 20, and the guy says, cool, I'll reserve it for you. Which is a solid, which this is kind of yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. Uh-oh. Now, Dr. Templeton's come in with his wife. Larry says hi, and he just barely acknowledges him with his head down. And Larry is upset about this. This actually happened to me, too, by the way. Was it the same type of situation? It wasn't a funeral. It was just a normal gathering. Oh, okay. I could well, that's see a even, funeral. Yeah, a funeral's a little sad. harder. Yeah, they, there's a sign about that. Did you get a hello or a funeral hello? Right. So Cheryl and Larry's trying to figure out what's going on here. Cheryl's calling Dr. Templeton by his first name, which is Lionel. And Larry picks up on that right away. And he's like, you call him by the first name? And then now he's complaining about the head nod. So this is a contest between these two. Who can get closer to the doctor? Yeah. Who's, who's the better patient, I guess? Yeah. Like, yeah who's closer why. to him on a personal level? Right, which is weird. <laughs> I think people that get divorced do get into competition. With anything. With everything. Did you get the better sale? Yeah. You got a new house. You got a new car. Did you get the kids this? Did I get the kids this? Is your new partner better than mine? Right. The kids. Yeah. What have you done with the kids? I know if I got divorced, I would definitely always say how my partner was better. I'm like, oh, she listens. (laughs) (laughs) She listens. Or whatever I can make up. Yeah. It'd be none true, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you go back home crying yourself to sleep alone, but right. you don't want her to know that. And this is Susie Jeff, and Jeff. Look at this new outfit. This he new has Jeff. a vest, and Susie is complimenting him. Yeah, because he has a vest, a three-piece suit. He's all snazzy. And then he said, "Barney's has a warehouse sale," and Susie is. How the fuck do you know about that? Those are her exact <laughs> words, actually. Larry told me she don't buy that at all. No, he doesn't, and it's awesome. She's He's like calling on. Larry over right away. And she's calling Jeff a liar, like calling him out right here at the uh, Larry's looking pretty good in his suit. Now, bro, now Dr. Templeton's in the background in this scene. And he's, and giving, he's giving Larry the eyes. Yeah, I'm watching you. And then he's like, what do you like? Susie's asking Larry if he really told Jeff that. And Larry and Je- Larry's like, I am, I am not on the liberty to say. And purposely says it towards Dr. Templeton right. so he can hear. He's looking at him loudly. Too. Yeah. I cannot tell you who told me about Barney's warehouse sale. And this is making Jeff look bad. And Susie's like, this is bullshit. I'm like Susie's saying it. And it's Jeff's awesome. like, just tell her. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry. Never. He'll never tell. He says, not under any circumstances, I cannot say. Not today, not tomorrow, Poor not Jeff. ever. Jeff does not understand this betrayal. Oh, that's awesome. And and basically, you're a fucking liar. Oh, That's what Susie, Susie says. Susie you're a fucking says, liar. Susie's on to his schemes now. now. So he, so Dr. Templin happened to overhear the conversation. Larry's getting the points, the credit he wanted. Exactly. Because Dr. Templeton's like, hey, thank you. You know. <laughs> and the doctor explains he really takes it to heart. And now Larry's going to ask about the... Funeral I gave you a now. very hearty hello, and your response was kind of grim. But he explains he's at yeah, a Yeah, was it a funeral hello? Again, a Seinfeld reference. Mm-hmm. It was a downward nod as opposed to an upward nod. 
Let me tell you. So have you ever found out why you didn't get a, you got no. a so-so? No. And that, is it's this a, a person that you see Oh, a see lot. them once a week. Ah, okay. Now it got weird. So something's going on. Yes. <laughs> and now Dr. Templeton said once he says he wants to go to chair shopping all by himself. And Yeah, Larry's wanting to go chair shopping. He'd right. like to he'd like to go with them. To help him out. <laughs> but Dr. Templeton said no. Mrs. Templeton's waiting. And he wants to meet her. <laughs> so this is a relationship yep. uh, up the level. He wants to go up a, a another level. <laughs> and Dr. Templeton's like, I don't think so. And Cheryl's better, right? Yep, Cheryl's better. <laughs> So Cheryl and Mrs. Templeton are quite fr- are friendly. Why can Cheryl meet her and not me? <laughs> this is why you don't share a therapist. Yeah. That'd be a horrible thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Please give her my regards. I probably won't. And this he says, is... I probably won't. <laughs> and then Larry calls him Lionel. And then he comes back. And oh, says, yeah. I referred you to tell him to call me Dr. Templeton. So Larry, no. He he's, just... he's been one-upped. Yep. Cheryl is definitely in the lead. Nosher's sitting people down. Yep, it's time to begin. Kenny Funkhauser. Jeff's in the crowd. Everyone's here. And they're doing uh, their funeral speeches. And Larry's ready for his seat. And And look who's there. Richard Lewis is there. And he reserved that seat. And look, there was even a sign on the ground. And Richard Lewis says, fuck that reserve sign. Yeah, I threw it on the floor. <laughs> he didn't respect the reserve sign. Oh, my gosh. Now, Richard Lewis has a good excuse here, a good yeah. reason. He says it's the urinary tract. Yeah, and... he needs it. The bathroom's close. And Larry's like, I got a fatwa here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem with my urinary tract. Yeah, that, there it is. Everyone's now looking back. They're, making, they're making a, a commotion. Scene. Yep. Larry's getting quite animated. He's really pissed. And Funkhouse is like, come on, guys. And he's talking to Usher. But he's talking real loud. Everyone can hear. Yeah. So I gave you a 20. And the guy's like, I'm sorry. I put the sign on. I'd want my the sign. 20 bucks back. I'd say, give me my 20 bucks back. Larry's a man and he get tossed out. You're the like, last Usher I ever bribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now he asked for a seat. And then no one's sitting in with his reserve. <laughs> he can't find a seat now. Please do not address Mrs. Templeton. <laughs> she she doesn't look too happy. No. She looks like a snob. I wouldn't mess with her. Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. Kenny's her cuz. He can't find a seat anywhere. Jeff's like, find a seat, man. Just go. He's already mad at him because of this. Jeff's always kind of having to babysit Larry. <laughs> always having to get him tickets somewhere well, and find he finds a seat in the middle of the crowd that it's not a good seat if you got a fatwa no. on you not not a good place to be funkhauser is talking about his former daughter and giving props <laughs> thanks for the he said thanks for the good work i don't know what that means <laughs> it's really good work if you uh look at the uh actress who played his daughter before cause, oh really because it looks like a totally different person <laughs> which it is <laughs> Now, there's a sobbing mourner who is just uh, crying really loud, and Larry does not like it. I can't I think know. of her name, but she she was um, Blossom. Oh, She's on Big Bang okay. Theory. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. Think of her name. Can't think of her name either, but I know who you're talking about. Wow, they look totally different. You're absolutely right. So I don't know if they just couldn't 
couldn't get her. I'm sure she's too big of a star now. And um, she's so busy, and that they just did that. Oh, so Larry's nightmare is coming true. He saw someone in the balcony. In the balcony, above. just like he said in the nightmare. And he was glaring too. Now yeah. He, now he comes in, and he and he's. It looks like he's got a gun under his arm. Right. He's, I got mean, the trench coat, just like Larry's dream. Fight why he's got a gun. Everyone's screaming. Blaze clears out. Larry screams that. The picture that was painted. And doesn't Ted bad. doesn't Ted leave Cheryl? He does. He Everyone's runs ahead look. of her. Yeah. I wonder if that's gonna be a thing later. Probably not. Yeah, Ted Dan's gone. Jeff is pushing Susie right now. I mean, Get she's out. right behind Ted, but she's <laughs> Everyone's clear now. And this guy says, uh, hey, that's my friend. Now, the re- the seat reserve was for him. Oh, I just put that together. Yeah. He said, that's my friend. And He has a broken arm. That's why he had his arm under his yep. jacket. He's got a sling. Arm <laughs> and a sling. Oh, my gosh. The look on. Larry's like, sorry. On Funkhauser's face. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it cleared out. He ruined it. Now, Jeff and Susie are looking at the house that. Jeff closed the and deal this in is the re- And this is the realtor, right? This is the realtor that he closed the deal in. That's oh, her. Oh, man. And Jeff is not, does not Jeff does be the ro- keep it rolling, keep and he says, keep it, mouth, keep it moving to the realtor. Right. He doesn't want her liking this place. No. And she's loving it. But she's giving, look here, she's giving Jeff the eyes when she asks about, Susie asks about the master bedroom. Yeah. And she's giving Jeff the eyes like, sure, we can go up there. We can go yeah. up there. And you think Susie doesn't He's got a, a Jeff's got a cookie. Did you notice that? I didn't. And he's, he's eating a cookie. <laughs> he looks all nervous. He is nervous. And Susie's just like waiting to. The realtor is like, this would be your little sanctuary. Susie's ready to reveal something. Yep. She has a plan here. Jeff does not look comfortable at all. The furniture stage. You don't get that. But, you could, but she said. Talk to the designer about throwing it in. Right. And Jeff's like, you like this bed? Nah. The, this is awesome. It's out of our price range. So Jeff's done. She says, we'll take it. Susie <gasps> says, we'll take it. Oh, it's going to cost him. So congratulations. Look at his face. <laughs> his face is the best in that whole thing. His so face. it's basically like Susie knows. Right. And that's awesome. Susie has a sixth sense. Because she didn't buy Larry's story. No. Well, the, the Barney's. The Barney's is what tipped She didn't buy off. Jeff's story. Right. And now Jeff and Dr. Templeton are going chair, <laughs> chair shopping. shopping. <laughs> Larry's sitting in chairs and. I don't think you want to rock her. No, you don't want to rock her. You don't want to look at his patients rocking. I wouldn't either. Then Larry There's finds the a perfect chair. chair. That's the perfect chair. There you go. They've agreed. I think they agreed on the chair. It's kind of pricey, Dr. Templeton says. Thank you very much, Larry. That's very, very generous. generous of you. <laughs> and Larry's like, are you expecting me to pay for this? <laughs> He's and we're out of time. Way. He looks at the watch. We're out of time. Thank you, Larry. He walks See away. See you next week. And the look on Larry's face. Oh, he great. puts his hands in his pockets like, I'm screwed. That's so I great. think, I believe Larry just bought a chair. I think he did. And that's awesome. <laughs> out of time brian cranston um, is great in how, that. he's great in everything i i, I he don't is the man. i don't know anyone that doesn't appreciate him because he is so like it doesn't he, matter what role he plays he didn't crack a smile that whole i love time. him in breaking bad malcolm yeah. in the middle uh tim watley on seinfeld he, uh, in the movies you know he plays right i, I know i didn't I haven't seen it yet but he plays lbj in one and you see him as lbj and you don't realize 
oh my god, that's Brian Cranston. <laughs> the makeup's really good too, but he's just awesome. Um, so how cool would it be if you could just anytime look at your watch and say, "Oh man, time's up, gotta go, thanks," man. and just walk away? That's probably the perks of being a therapist. They they probably teach you that. Now, what this means also is that Larry was on the clock. Oh, so Larry's they went paying. chair shopping on. Yeah, so he paid for that hour and, and then yes. paid for the chair. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what that means. That they're going chair shopping together. That is. Awesome. So this is the next curb. Um. Uh, episode five. Thank you for your service. And he he's get this the mail lady. He starts a little thing with her. Oh, Richard Lewis is here. And then Richard Lewis says, I would date a garbage, <laughs> garbage woman. woman. <laughs> oh, oh, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name, but from the Black Swan episode. He's back. He's so awesome. So that's so next. It looks, like a, it looks like a good one. That USPS worker looked pretty cute. She is, yeah, a good she's one. cute, yeah. So, um... I like this episode we just watched a lot. Yes, I like it. You actually mentioned that it's probably been your favorite one so far. Yes, it has, because... Uh, I do miss Larry not being in the outfit. Yeah. But you're right. This episode, it just ties together really nice. Oh, man. Everything comes together. And Jeff is a genius. Like, I I am... He's never run out of schemes. Well, he is until, I mean... Well, here's the thing. He got hosed now. But, I mean, it wasn't really his fault... He married someone super smart, and he doesn't know that. Like she's smarter than him. Yes, she probably knows either knows the schemes or is a bigger schemer than he is. Like I'm not sure, but uh, but he he married his 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 rival. Yeah, and I say that because in the most loving way, I think people do that. Well, I was gonna say. As the series has gone on, this is season nine, of course, right? So what I have seen with Susie and Jeff and their relationship, the more I think about it, the more that they resemble the Sopranos. So Tony Soprano and Carmela. It's like, okay, I know you do these things. Just don't put it, make it apparent. Yeah, and I'm going to, but I'm going to get, I'm going to benefit. I'm going to get my side too. Money. Yeah. The houses, obviously right. a house and this one, they just bought another yeah. house that's out of their price range. But yeah. guess what? Jeff's going to buy it. Yeah. But it's a little different because Susie gets on in one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Susie gets on Jeff because, um, and we'll, we'll get to this episode, but um, this is in the earlier seasons. But when Leon shows up, when he mm. first shows up and everything, it's this will probably be season eight, I think. But what happens is someone ejaculated season seven or eight. Someone ejaculated <laughs> in the guest bedroom on the sheets, and <laughs> and it comes out that and they think it's Leon. And Leon's like, "What the hell would I do that?" Right. You know? And um, they have a really funny conversation. But at one point, um, it's revealed that it was Jeff. Oh my god! And when Susie finds out, she says, "How dare you! You're not to do things like that. You do not spill your seed and out of this household." <laughs> She's basically saying, "Because they're standing in their house," right. she says, you, this, "Your seed does not leave this household." And she's talking about just masturbation there. Oh wow! So, I mean, Carmela knows that Tony 
is doing more than right, just Right, but she thinks it's mat the way she can she does it is like it's a form of masturbation. That's how she You think that's how she justifies it. Well, she said it? that in an episode when she was talking to a, th- oh, okay. a therapist, she says she always looked at it as a form of masturbation. Okay. She he didn't really love the chicks, well, which she's right. Well, Susie's a little more strict than that, I guess. But but that seasons are going on though, so right. you know, things are, are changing, but but they actually seem like they have a strong relationship. Well, yeah, because I, I think Jeff obviously yeah. loves his wife, and his wife loves him because that's why they never break up, really. Yeah. Like, But they do have this thing going on where it's kind of like, this is the first I've seen of Susie really full Carmella. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you're going to do that? I'm going to get me a new nice house. And that is an, has an elevator in it. Yeah. That's out of their price range. Yes. So Jessica had to work harder yeah. to make sure it gets paid for. Yeah. Like that's a good, she's like, I'll take it. Yeah. Price is firm. Yeah. We'll take, I'll it. take it. Yeah. We're going to take this. Congratulations. And his face, he was like, what? Yeah. And he didn't say I'm leaving you or screw yeah. this. He just stood there and went like this. So what? now what is Jeff going to do? I mean, his, he can't keep his scheme going now. Well, no, a scheme's over. Now he's come up with another scheme, Close which I'm deal. interested to see what his, his next scheme are. He's not gonna have time. He's gonna have to make all this money. That's a good to pay for this house, and maybe that's part of Susie's plan. I think so. Keep him busy. He's gonna be too busy. You can't fool around if he's (laughs) pretty smart, busting ass. And you're right, dude. (laughs) See, that's why I say he married someone that's as smart as he is, or smarter. And I think a Mm. lot of people marry their their rival, (laughs) no matter what it is. If like, no, seriously, if you look at these couples that you know, you got the guy that's good at sports, right? Mm-hmm. And they marry another chick that's good at sports too, right? Well, they're competitive. They're competitive. Yeah. And they're going to be doing their marathons or doing... Yeah. They do stuff together, but they try to outdo each other all the time. Even yeah. with their kids. Like, yeah. like it's brought up that way. Because you, I think, and, you know, and people who are smarter, you know, more intellectual, they probably play chess and things to try to outdo the other. And I, I think a lot a, of couples do that. Like, I have a friend and uh, her husband is competitive with everything and he's also that old school like men are better at everything especially manly you right, know so right. hunting and stuff like that and he bow shoots and he's just real full of himself when it comes down to it and her mother beat him oh and she loved it and oh. he's like just uh just kidding. and i the funny thing is is i don't think her mom even practiced she long. got lucky I don't know if it, I wouldn't call it luck, but I'm just saying that she has like naturally Natural good talent. at it and maybe she did, you know, practice a little, but right. he's been doing it like, for most of his life. That's amazing. When that stuff and I'm happens. like, Oh, I would love to see that on video. He's just wide eyed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the mom and her mother knows this of him. So she enjoyed oh, it. She knew it. Yeah. Well, that's just sweet, sweet yeah. victory. And right I don't there. know her mom very well, but I could see her taking lessons or something and preparing <laughs> To do this, that make it even funny. funnier. That is so funny. But I, I don't know. But it was a funny story because I know I know him, and I could just picture it. <laughs> well, see, to me, that's 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 good, and I think a lot of people, like I said, a yeah. lot of couples, even when you're dating, you kind of you're in some people. Some people aren't. I'm not saying this happens every single time. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. I mean, is it a good thing though? It depends on the the couple doesn't it keeps you i mean to me keeps you sharp yeah right i'm not a very competitive person i don't care about i'm i'm kind of like i compete with myself right and i'm not I, but you get into competition with others i don't like it i'm the same way yeah i'm the same i'd rather way. compete with myself 
And I have, I mean, but that doesn't, you do have to compete with people. Right. This happens. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm in a living that's like that, but I don't really care what everyone else does. I just want to make sure that yeah. I make the money I need to make yeah. right now. In this point of my life. I like, mean, I have gotten competitive. Like, I worked in um in commission base. And right. Me and my friend, man, we do it. But it was fun. Well, yeah, it was fun to do. And, and in the end, it was like, oh, I beat you by a little bit, and we both made a bunch of money. Right. It, it didn't matter really. To me, that's that's <laughs> okay competition. Like, but, especially the, but, the, but some of the competitiveness is I will do whatever I have to to win if it's to take you down, and that's where I don't like right. it. That's that where it gets crazy. That's where it gets crazy. So if a marriage becomes that, we just saw it. Is that going to be a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you really love each other, I don't think so because you don't. Yeah. I think deep down you actually like that. I know Jeff doesn't like it right now. Yeah. Because it's been in a couple. I mean, who knows how much the house. Works. How is Jeff going to take it if Susie either has been or starts, you know? Doing her own thing with he other would be guys. livid. You think he'd be upset? Every guy would be livid. That's the problem with guys. So it's a big double standard. It's then. a huge double standard. <laughs> it is the biggest double standard in the history can of double see, standards. Can you see him like bitching to Larry? I, I don't think Larry would side with him. I don't think so. Unless Larry goes <laughs> Larry does bro code would, and he's like, be, I think Larry would be more like, well, <laughs> right. And maybe hopefully we see that one day. That would actually be so. hilarious. That would be awesome. But yeah, it's a huge, huge double standard. But Jeff has always been protective of his world. What it's to him, it's he don't want to lose what he has. Right. You don't want him taking them for everything. Um, we even see that with Larry um, when it comes to Cheryl, because Larry's always thinking divorce. We're going to be divorced, which right. ends up finally happening. But he's always like um, protective of he doesn't want Cheryl to have anything on him. Because when things go bad... That's when she starts spilling her guts. Yeah. Like all that bad stuff yeah. or and whatever he, stuff. Yeah, and he don't want that out. And uh, it actually, what backfires on Larry at one point is that his secretary has a lot of stuff <laughs> on him. <laughs> Which makes sense. She's yeah. a secretary. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, someone has to know something about you. <laughs> right? And, uh, I mean, you have to trust someone at some point. So it's funny that... Jeff's just trying to protect his world, but it, it comes down more to the money and well, right. look at what's going on today. That could do Jeff's career in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He could be done. <laughs> he could be done. You know, we have uh, the, the social networking and oh, the man. social justice warriors and the, they think they get shit done. Well, yeah, they do. <laughs> Without a court. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you're already guilty before you're even, before you even know about what's happening. Yeah. You're guilty. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's done. And so it, he's in the entertainment business. So then you have people going, Oh, uh, I can't be, with you and uh, it's a huge double standard too yeah. because they'll be like oh i can't be i can't be represented by jeff because he's dishonest to his wife yet the people he's representing they are, knew it all right they all knew it like, and maybe they're doing it too they're exactly and <laughs> their wives their wives right their wives are going oh you're not doing business with them and they're like of course not yeah i would never do business with someone who's a cheater yeah jeez right and you're you're going oh my gosh right <laughs> that happens i'm sure that happens all the time. There's <laughs> yeah. no way would a guy use money and power and status to woo some super. Oh, chick. no, never. That would never happen. That would never for, happen. For the record, I'm saying right now, that would never happen. Yeah, that would never happen. It's never happened in the past. Right. <laughs> ever in the history of man has men ever done, done that. Yeah. So I just want to be clear. <laughs> 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 
Well, I think we've uh, discussed all all that. Yes, got sir. This episode in running of the bulls, running wow. with the bulls, and uh, poor Funkhauser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't see it on his face, but I'm sure he's very sad. <laughs> well, you do see it on his face, but that's just how his face always is, right? <laughs> so it, it actually matches up with that. It's like, okay, now you can tell he's upset. Yes. But he always looked upset. Yes, he does. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's man. great at that. Well, I guess we'll um, be talking again soon for the next one. All right. The next stop and commentary. See y'all. Uh-huh.